Hey guys, it's the RSO Fantasy Football Podcast. We're here with Hunter and Nick, and we are getting started right today. Today we're not going to work on uh, week five flyers and people to um, get on the waiver wire. We're actually going to do a re-ranking of the 2023 draft class. We'll talk about my list, and they'll debate it and say why they think it's wrong, basically. Hunter, how are we doing? Uh, my Minnesota Twins just lost, but Nick's in the same boat with his Orioles, so we're a little depressed, but life goes on. Life does go on, and there's more to life than sports, uh, believe it or not. Right now, right now, it doesn't seem that way, but, you know, tomorrow's <laughs> a new day. Yeah. Nick, how are those How are those Orioles looking for next year? Oh, they they they've got a lot of young guys that are under team control for a couple of years, so they're gonna be pretty decent for a while. But I'm kind of with Hunter. Let's let's move on from the baseball thing to the football. All right, let's go to tier one. My tier one has three people in it. It's Bijan. Bijan has met expectations, not exceeded them. So I have Bijan in there. Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. Who do you think goes first if you're redrafting today? Hunter, I'll ask you first. Um, probably CJ Stroud when you're looking at a, a two quarterback um, league three with. Yep. And we do super flex. Yeah, so. Super flex. I mean, I think probably with the year that he's had. Um, I mean, you look at the stats. He's he's having a really good year. He's really efficient with the ball, turning it over. Um, he's number three in the NFL in passing yards right now. Um, with seven touchdowns and no picks. That's, that's. I mean, could you ask for any better for the Texans? So I'd probably go with CJ number one right now. And then, I mean, Bijan's having a great year. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think he's tied. I think he's like RB8 when it comes to rushing yards. But the fact that you don't have one name in your tier one blows my mind. Is there any I think there's... I think there's a couple of names you're missing in tier one, and I don't like Anthony Richardson in tier one. Absolutely, yeah. The fact that Devon Achan is not in tier one is flat out wrong. Flat nope, out wrong. I agree with. Okay, I agree with. Superflex guys. This is no. Superflex. I agree with Anthony Joey. Richardson has proven to score twenty points a game when he's healthy. This is superflex. So. Yep. Um, but yes, you could put Sam Laporta. You could get a-, a Chan in there, who's on the IR because he's so small. Like Nick has always said, but these guys are the three guys who you know are going to be studs for years to come, as of right now. And that's why I have them as tier one. But Joe, what was the concern with right Anthony away. Richardson coming out? What was it? What was the concern with him? Not a great passer. He's going to run a lot, and he might get hurt. That's what's he done so far? Get hurt. He's run a lot and he's gotten hurt. Yeah. To me, that moves him. That moves him a step below Stroud. That moves him to tier two for me. See, I disagree. What I've seen from Anthony Richardson, if I see it for twelve games, I want him on my team. Yeah, but you've only seen it for two. Yeah. And it's only going to get better here from here on out as a quarterback because developing quarterbacks takes time. But you would put him on the same level as C.J. Stroud if he only plays. Oh, oh, I think if you half to three quarters game, of the game. Can you look up? Can you look up points per game? How much Anthony Richardson has versus C.J. Stroud? I'm not arguing per oh, game. I'm arguing oh, how many games he's going to be there for. And in a in a league like ours, uh, in RSO, where you can only roster four quarterbacks, 
one of them not being able to play two thirds to three, you know, a quarter to a third of the time it's is not, kind of a big deal. He's not going to miss that much time every year. Does Lamar Jackson miss that much time every year? He's bigger than lately, Lamar lately, kind of, yeah. He's bigger than Lamar Jackson. Do we know that? Yeah, but the last couple of years, Lamar, same thing. He's Lamar yeah. for for a year. I'm not saying Richardson's bad. I'm just saying I think that knocks him out of tier one. I completely disagree. I think he's too much talent not to be in tier one. Just agree to disagree. Number two, number two in the NFL. In okay, so you're saying yeah. that Achan should be taken ahead of Anthony Richardson in Superflex. I'm with Joe on this one. I take Richardson ahead of Achan. I'm taking. I'm taking R, right now RB two over Anthony Richardson, who is not. He's not going to play. He's out for the next four he's weeks. QB one on points per but, game. But Achan might be. You can't argue injury for Richardson and not injury for A chain. A chain. A chain. Yeah, A chain's on IR right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Right now. Yeah, he's going to drop because he's hurt. Okay, so my tier two is Pukunakua, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, because I think we haven't seen the best of Jameer Gibbs yet. A chain. A chain is a talent. I'm not saying he isn't. And he's above Jameer Gibbs in my rankings. This is just tiers, and we discuss who we like best. Uh, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and then Jackson Smith, the Jigba, and Bryce Young, because we, the jury's still out on them, and they were top five picks, potentially. So um, Bryce Young and JSN are in my tier two, just in case they hit. I think JSN will hit. And um, guys, who do you think is the best at tier two? Well, I think I think Sam Laporta, tight end one, deserves to be in tier one. I agree, especially in a tight end premium same. league. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, I agree. He is he is a tier one, but for how long is what I suffered with, and I I saw him as the fourth best player. Um, I see him ahead of Puka. Was there a rule but, that was the rule that tier one could only go three deep? No. But I think he's he's below those three. So I put him as tier two, but you could argue that he's tier one. And so, so you're saying there is nothing a tight end can do in RSO to get into tier one? Well, there is, but in Superflex, it's pretty hard. But um, I just don't know if it's going to continue now that Jameson Williams is back and when Amon Ra St. Brown gets back and they have all their weapons around the team. I don't know that Sam Laporta is going to get as much juice as he's getting now. Does that make sense? Yeah, maybe he'll drop to tight end three or four. He might tight to stop go to tight end six. We don't know. Yeah. So... I think it's too early to give Laporta the tier one breakdown because I see Bijan, Anthony Richardson, and CJ Stroud as for sure things for the next three to five years. Sam Laporta. That's why they're tier one. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I. I also think Puka deserves to be in tier one, just partly because of where he was probably drafted and what you're probably paying him factors in a little bit. And with Cooper cut back and he still performed, I think I I would put. My, my big difference right now is I have Laporta and Nakua in Tier 1. Okay. 
I understand that. But uh, um, Hunter, is there anyone you think doesn't deserve to be in tier two? No, I think I think your tier two is pretty pretty good. Well, I mean JSN. Yeah, JSN. No, he's been he's been a boss. Okay, do we remember Jalen Waddle? His first four games were abysmal. His first eight games were abysmal. He was good in the second half of the year. These are rookies, guys. They need time. I'm just saying, like, what has he got? Ten catches over five games. He's averaging four and a half points, fantasy points per game. Okay. I mean, I, I see it. I mean, he's got a good offense. In half PPR. And but Tyler Lockett, man, dude, I feel like people have been talking down on Tyler Lockett the past like four years. This is the year somebody's gonna take his spot, and then they just don't. So I don't know. Tyler Lockett has has aged better than most people thought he would. Honestly, honestly, I would replace. Honestly, I would replace JSN straight up with Raji Rice, and that's gonna sound crazy. Raji Rice is a great talent. I, I do think he's going to be wide receiver one for the rest of the year for Kansas City. Do you know who leads but, the NFL in targets per route? Rashi Rice. It's it's Rashi Rice and Tyreek Hill are tied. Yep. Like, it, once he once he figures out the offense, which historically Andy Reid's offense is not very friendly to rookie wide receivers, once he figures out the offense and they can play him for more snaps – He's gonna yep. be a monster. So, uh, Hunter, what's your what's your judgment call on Bryce Young? Do we need to wait? Do we need to hold, or should we get rid of him? Yeah, you hold you hold him because he really, besides Adam Thielen, does not have much help. Um, I mean, his offensive line I don't think is real good, and when you're that small, one knows. Uh, I mean, he's not Drew Brees yet. He's going to have to become Drew, Drew Brees if he's going to be successful, I think. Yeah, but hold on to him. Adam Thielen's having a record year. That's all the Panthers have offensively. Sanders, not the same guy without Philly's offensive line in front of him. And they just don't have any other talent. So, um, yeah, give him a few years. He'll be all right, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Tier 3. Rashi Rice, Tank Dell, Tajay Spears... Marvin Mins Jr., Dalton Kincaid, Josh Downs, Tank Bisbee, Charbonnet, Hendon Hooker, and Michael Wilson. Mostly in that order I have them. I think that uh, Rice and Dell are the best wide receivers in that group. Spears next year is going to take the job in Tennessee and he's going to be good at it. He's already proven that. Spears has a can definitely get into tier two um, by next season or by when Derrick Henry's out of his way. Um, Mims has imp- has impressed. If he gets an opportunity, I think he could leave some people in the back burners. And uh, what do you guys think? What are what are some thoughts on Hunter? Give me your thoughts on Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I mean, I like Dalton Kincaid. I think he's still, I mean, I think he's still a year or two away from really blossoming. Part of it is, is there's just not enough targets to go around Buffalo offense. I mean, if he's in a different system, he's probably getting more volume. But I like him as a player. I liked him coming out. 
I think he's the best tight end to come out of that class. I just think it might take another year or two for him to blossom. Yeah. Nick, what do you think on uh, the the wide receivers as a whole in this group? Tank Dell, Rashi Rice, Josh Downs, and Michael Wilson. Um. Yeah, I think that I think that other than like I said, I put Raji Rice in too. I think I like them. Otherwise, Mims probably has a higher ceiling than the other guys. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty solid group. I personally don't like Dalton Kincaid really at all for fantasy purposes. Um, I think he's a guy who's going to be more valuable on the field than he is for fantasy. I think Dawson Knox is going to continue to be a kind of a problem for his fantasy production. Yeah. You know? That is, I mean, you're spot on. Like, there's just Dawson Knox, Gabriel, Diggs. They got a, you know, a couple good backs. Like, I don't know. I just, there's too many, too many hands there to feed. So, yeah. And that's how tight ends prosper, really, is when there's less, less mouths to feed. So, um, when they become a top two option, that's when they really blossom. So it might be a good idea for all you fantasy people to go out and trade for TJ Hawkinson right now. Because he might get you a few wins himself if uh, Kirk Cousins starts targeting him quite a bit. Yeah, if he doesn't drop game-winning touchdowns in the end zone, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so what, I also... do you think of the, what do you think, Hunter, I want to know, what do you think of the running backs of this group? Tank Bisbee, or in this order, Tajay Spears, Tank Bisbee, and Zach Charbonnet. Um, as far as like player wise, I like Charbonnet the best, but got here. So fantasy wise, I don't know. I think tier three is probably the right spot for him. Um, but Spears probably has the most upside. I think. I mean, who would you guys take, Spears or Bigsby, right now? If you had the choice, Spears without a doubt. Yeah, Spears, but I think you're leaving out the other. So I only put two running backs in Tier 3, and that's Spears and then Roshan Johnson I also have in Tier 3. I have Roshan in Tier 5 just because I don't believe in his longevity, and I think he's going to get beaten out by more than Khalil Herbert eventually. So you think they're going to draft another running back that's going to beat him out? Potentially, yes. Because there's nobody on the roster who's going to be around for very long. I just don't see him ever taking a lead job. That was my main concern with him. That's why I didn't have him. I see Bigsby potentially getting a lead job at some point. But I how is Charbonnet going to? How is Charbonnet going to get a lead job with Kenneth I Walker? I see him there? getting a tandem job with Kenneth Walker in time. He'll get a tandem job, and I see Tajay Spears having a job as the lead running back in Tennessee. But I don't see that for. Roshan Johnson. Fair enough. Yeah. I, so I put Hendon Hooker in tier three because we don't know what we have yet. And I think there's a possibility he could be special. I've always been high on him. So he's at the low the low end of tier three. Tier three, four, we've got... Wait, um, before you can't you just gloss over that. <laughs> If Hooker gets to be in Tier 3, what about DTR, Will Levis, Aiden O'Connell, Stetson Bennett? Uh, they weren't drafted as high. Oh, okay. Well, Levis was. Okay. But... I want to 
one one other thing. Um, I don't know much about this guy, but Jalen Warren. Um, what what are our thoughts on him? He, he's an undrafted rookie. Is that correct? No, he's a second year undrafted rookie. I believe he was there last year. Second year, okay. I, I just had never heard the name, so I thought. But Jalen Warren, Jalen Warren was a, a quality backup to Najee last year. Yeah, and had some good games. So Warren is someone you'd want to roster for sure. Okay, he's someone, especially in redraft, you want to take the risk on him. Um, even in RSO, you know, multiple year contract, he would be good to have because. Um, we do not know the future with Najee, Jalen, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Gotcha. All right. I didn't know much about him. All right. Thank yep. You. He's he's contending with Najee for the lead job right now, and he's getting split carries. So we'll see how that shakes out. But um, uh, tier four, I've got McLaughlin from Denver. Just because I think he's a one-year flash in the pan, I think he's good. But he's a—he he reminds me of a James Robinson or something along those lines. Uh, Quentin Johnson, because he's proving every game he's not as special as we hoped. Jaden Reed, he's got potential. Sean Tucker got potential. Roshan Johnson definitely potential. Luke Musgrave potential. Michael Mayer potential. Call tier for the potential tier. We don't know what we have yet in most of them. You guys got any comments, Nick? Um, I would throw, uh, running back-wise, I would throw uh, Eric Gray in there and Demarcado for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As guys who have kind of clearly carved out a backup spot at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, I think Kendra Miller probably deserves to be in this tier. Um, yeah, insane. probably. It's a high enough draft pick where I would want to sit down. And have we have we called uh, Wilson, the wide receiver from Arizona, already? Yeah, yeah. Is he in three? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of that. Those would be my additions to that. Hunter, what is your thoughts on Quentin Johnson? Do you think we're ever going to see him succeed? Um, he was a freak athlete coming out of the draft. His measurables were really good. But at TCU, um, in that offense, he ran a lot of go routes. And the draft analysis coming out was they didn't know what his, what his route tree was going to be like. And um, I guess that's paying off. I don't watch many Chargers games, to be completely honest with you. But he's only got six catches. Um, and Mike Williams went down, and his production didn't go up. So... That means that Josh Palmer, Keenan Allen, Everett, all those guys are, are taking those targets, and Johnson's not getting any. So right now, it looks like a Troy Williamson, uh, really athletic dude, can't run routes, um, bust. Yep, it's looking that way, but we hold out hope, so we keep him in tier four. Um, Nick, what's your thoughts on the tight ends, Luke Musgrave and Michael Mayer? I mean, I think they are about what I kind of thought they'd be. Like, they're fine. And Mayor Mayor did just have a, a decent game um, on on Monday night, so maybe he's starting to put it together. But my problem is in RSO, you're dra- you're drafting these guys and signing them for a couple years, and tight ends 
mostly take a couple years to develop. So yeah, you're three years you're or not, four years for rookie contracts. You got to be real sure about a tight end before you draft them. Absolutely. I like to wait on tight ends just to wait their second contract because their prime years are 26 to like 34 or 26 to 32 about. So. Um, I would say I'm I'm actually higher on Musgrave than I am on on Mayer. Um, yeah, Musgrave really, is showing a lot already. There really wasn't much uh, film on Musgrave coming out of college because he got hurt after two games. Um, but he he's a freak athlete. I didn't really quite realize how athletic he was. 6'6", 255, and can run. Um, so I just like him athletically a bit more than Mayer in yeah. the passing game. What do we think of Sean Tucker and Roshan Johnson? So Nick, you said you like Roshan. You had him in tier three. Yeah, I put him in three. I like I like Sean Tucker too. I kind of put so so my sort of running back tiers was Bijan at one, obviously. He's shown he's elite. He's got and and I hate to go all the way back to tier one, but the way he can run within the play is is really special. Like if you think like Barry Sanders, like juking and cutting and looping all around and sometimes losing a lot of yards, like Bijan's the opposite of that. He's he's really good at staying within his blockers. And then Gibbs has also shown some production. And then my sort of tier three guys were guys that have carved out a backup role and are producing. So for me, Tucker kind of fits with Bigsby, Gray maybe even DeMarcado and McLaughlin and and also Charbonnet, where they've, like, cemented a backup role, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Tucker kind of falls into that tier four with those guys for me. Um, he's coming, yeah, yeah. he's done what you expect him to do, which is get that backup role, and we'll see from there. Yeah. Any guys you are higher on that we haven't seen? that haven't listed Hunter? Uh, no. I would say it's a okay. uh, start. That's a stamp of approval in my book then. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's go with Tier 5. Tier 5 is the last tier. Um, Kendra Miller, Israel Evaconda, and then we've got Aiden O'Connell, Will Levis, Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and I guess you could put Stetson Bennett, but I haven't because he didn't have the draft capital to be put in there. Yeah, no, he doesn't deserve to even be on a tier right now. It's unbelievable. Very oh. disappointing. Very Are disappointing. You, wait, what about Darnell Washington? You got to stand up for any of your Georgia boys or no? Darnell Washington, Washington is someone I forgot, but I would put him on a tier. I would put him on tier five. Yeah, I mean, Matt Canada is ruining Darnell Washington. <laughs> ruining. Um, no, I, I, he, they just they don't pass the ball enough efficiently to even get him a look. Uh, so, but he, I mean, if you watch, I've watched actually two Steelers games. Sadly, because they're not very fun to watch. But in the blocking game, he is he is effective, and I think they need to get him in the pass game. But. I'll, I'll put him in tier five. Stetson, though, extremely disappointing. Uh, come on, dude. Like, just cement yourself. But, all right, whatever. Yeah, I heard, a, I heard a theory that Mike Tomlin is keeping Matt Canada so that he can win coach of the year. 
<laughs> just to prove he can win with Matt Canada as his host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, got um, some guys in here. Who do you think in Tier 5, Nick, could move up and next year we're looking at them in Tier 3 or Tier 4? Um, it was none of the guys you listed. Um, I would put Chase Brown as one of my top Tier 5 guys. Um, at some point, the Bengals are going to move on from Joe Mixon. Hopefully that guy is Chase Brown. I don't know. He hasn't really been able to cement himself as the backup there. I think maybe partly because he doesn't play special teams. Um, he's been inactive sometimes, but um, I think he's got a chance. Um, otherwise, I mean, we haven't really, other than just sort of mentioning the quarterbacks, um, I think those are the other guys that probably should be included either in Tier 4 or Tier 5 that have some potential. I, I like Aiden O'Connell. Um out of that yeah, group, the game already. I like I like Aiden O'Connell too, and I think he was thrown into a terrible situation. Like, yeah. it was a Khalil Mack revenge game first off, and he's thrown in like a couple days prior. I don't like it wasn't like at the beginning of the week. It's like, oh, you're starting this game. It's like the day before. Oh, Aiden, you're gonna start. Jimmy can't go, and I thought he played pretty well. Like he. He gave him a shot, so I'm. I think Aiden O'Connell for sure is going to be a backup, um, but I think he could be kind of that that uh, guy that could maybe be a borderline starter, Colt McCoyish. Yeah, I still got hope for Jalen Hyatt, guys. I still got hope for Jalen Hyatt and his measurables and the fact that he's caught a few deep balls and he has Daniel Jones as his quarterback. I don't think all those things are going to be still the same after three years of on his contract. I don't know what they're going to do with Daniel Jones, but they're going to do something. Yeah. Um, hey, I just want to personally uh, apologize to all the New York Giants fans. Uh, I don't know if any of them even listen, but uh, Min- the Minnesota the Minnesota Vikings defense last year made Daniel Jones look so good in the playoffs that you guys gave him $40 million a year. <laughs> and uh, it was a complete facade. He's not that good. It was just the defense for the Vikings was that bad. So I apologize that you guys are going to give him like $200 million. Um, it's our fault. It's our fault. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, he just – and he only had how many touchdown passes last year? Like 20, 21? It was like some low number. Yeah. But they gave him $40 million a year, and it's like – He's got wheels. Yeah, he does have wheels, but... Um, Occasionally they let him down, you know, at like the 10-yard line when there's nobody else around. Yeah, but, yeah that's true. But Jalen Hyatt, I watched I watched a couple of highlights of him catching 40-yard bombs, and I'm like, maybe, maybe at some point. So I'm hoping for him. Another guy I want to do well is Tucker Kraft, who's Luke Musgrave's backup right now. Um, I think he's got a lot of potential. But uh, this class is just as I thought it would be. It's very deep. Have you guys... I mean, look at how many rookies we're already talking about. And this is the rookies. 
You got like 40 on this list. So. Yeah, I would say like with exception to uh, to Bijan and maybe CJ, the way he's been playing. Um, because those guys I feel are probably uh, like the, a step above everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like those guys are stars, but then it really like it, it it's a deep I feel like tier two, tier three, tier four are closer than tier two is to tier one, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think if it's, you take it's out the names two to four Nakua and Sam Laporta and put them in tier one and have five right. in tier one. Like those like from from A Chan all the way down to Musgrave is pretty similar. Other than I disagree A-chan. with you on A Chan, but um yeah, I think I think we're thinking the same thing. Yeah, there there's a lot of good talent that's gonna help the NFL for years, if not fantasy rosters. A Chan went to the perfect offense with Mike Vinnick. Oh, 100%. And he still got hurt. How many carries does he actually have right now? Has he made it to... He was a scratch, healthy scratch for week one. Does he have 30 carries yet? Uh, Uh, Yes, he does. He's got 39. (laughs) Okay. All right. I mean... Get this, though. Get this. Week one, he averaged 13 yards a carry. Week two, he averaged 12. Week three, he averaged 11. And he's still on IR. I mean... I I mean, how many times has the man actually been tackled? It it can't be... I mean, by two dozen times, maybe? Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, yeah. I see. I see your point. I just like Hunter. There's, so there's terrible. a reason. There's, there's one running back who's ever gotten who's that small that's ever rushed for a thousand yards. It's work done. So guys, only one for all of you. I've got an individual question, and I'll start. But of these rookies, of all these rookies, who are you gonna trade for in RSO and hope they get better, and hope they produce? Give me like two or three names and explain them. I'm gonna give you two two names for me. I'm trading for Zach Charbonnet if he doesn't have a good year this year. I'm trading him in the offseason. I'm trading for him. I think he's a premier talent, and I think eventually he'll carve out a role somewhere, somewhere. In these three-year contracts or four-year contracts, he's gonna have a role. Um I'm currently trying to trade for Josh Downs if I don't have him. Um Josh Downs is doing well and improving every game and I think there's a limited window where you can grab him but uh, if he continues to perform like this I want him and uh, another guy I'm going after hard right now is Tajay Spears because he will be the starter in Tennessee next year it's a guarantee I'd be willing to give up like two seconds for him I think he's going to be a great starter, judging by the analytics. So, uh, Hunter, you got any other guys, or you got similar guys as me? You can explain my guys further if you'd like. Well, in two weeks, um, I might have a different answer. We'll see. But I, I have liked what I've seen from Jordan Addison. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's been explosive, runs good routes. He, he is tiny. He doesn't have the, you know, the length that you probably want in a number one. But um, I, I do like Jordan Addison. And then another wide receiver um, 
that I just think I don't think we've seen what he's doing and it's hurt his fantasy production because he hasn't had any touchdowns yet is Zay Flowers. Um, those are two guys that I think are going to be really good. Trade for. Well, yeah. Um, and, and Zay might be a nice guy to, to look to trade for now because that fantasy production probably isn't where it should be with his touchdown production being low. Um, but I think he, it could be. So those are two guys I like. Yeah. Nick, you got any guys you want to trade for right now? Yeah, um, I kind of agree. I agree with Hunter about the Zay Flowers thing. For me, he was borderline tier one just because he's kind of carving out that number one wide receiver role in Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. Partly by that's, default, that's there's not a lot of competition. Um, I also agree with you on Spears. I don't know if he's going to be the starting running back in Tennessee. I think there's a chance they sort of slowly off-ramp uh, Derrick Henry. Like, do they do they re-sign him for cheap and he's, you know, going from 30 carries a game down to, you know, 20 carries a game and then 15 and, and Spears, you know, takes over more and more and it becomes more of a committee. I highly doubt they re-sign him. Where's he going to go? He's going to go somewhere. I mean, I think... He's not going to want to be in Tennessee. Would he even want to be in Tennessee? Well, yeah, but he might have... I mean, nobody else might... I mean, the running back market is rough. It is rough, but I think he could find a one and two role at a competitor and be happier. But... I just I don't see them resigning him, but go ahead. Anyway, so yeah, I I think at at, at minimum Spears ends up as a as the pass catching part of a committee, which is pretty productive in PPR. Um, I also like I said I like Roshan Johnson more than you do, um, and so I, he's another one I would be looking to um, trade for. I think, and then I I think I've said this before, but I. Uh, I don't love Zach Charbonnet just because of the situation. I mean, Zach Charbonnet could be... Hey, would you? since I have Roshan Johnson, would you trade Roshan and a second for a first-round 2024 pick? No, I'm not that high on him. Partly because of the... Mostly because of the coaching situation. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much longer Nagy gets to, co- to stay in Chicago. And when that happens, who knows what kind of system's coming in. Is he gonna want to bring in some of his guys? I don't know. Um, if if you told me Nagy was gonna stay in Chicago for five more years, I think I would consider that. Okay. Um, Anybody else you guys like who you want to trade for? I can think of another one that you didn't list, but Jaden Reed. He's impressing at Green Bay. I'd want to trade for him as a potential um, carving out a role. My concern with him is, was that because Christian Watson was out? Because, I mean, his yeah. production on Monday was not great. I mean, nobody on the Packers was very good on Monday, but was he uh, was he, uh, was he he getting more targets because there was no Christian Watson? No. Uh, All right, guys, got anything to add? I got nothing. All right, it was a good episode. See you next week. Sounds good. See you.